Oh, I have the sniffles. Boo. <laughs> that's it. That's the quote of it. <laughs> Honestly, though, yeah, that's that's about what I'm feeling. Welcome to Your Mom's a Hoax, a podcast where we talk about all things weird, strange, paranormal, hoaxy, all of those. Um, Yeah, and Christmas. (laughs) It's Christmas time. So we're here to ruin it for you. Jingle bells. And all that jazz. Fun fact, did you know that Jingle Bells uh, was the first song to ever be broadcast from the moon? No, I did not. Yeah. Learned that today at work. Huh. Yep. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Christmas fun fact. Tell it to your family this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. Honest check-in time. Have you bought all of your Christmas presents? Uh, yeah, but they're on their way via Amazon. So we're cutting it pretty fucking close. They won't be here. They should be here today. So you guys are listening to this this morning. I don't know if they're here yet. Yay! (laughs) You're doing better than I have. I still have not bought all of my... (laughs) (laughs) And Christmas is Sunday. It happens, man. That's when you can just say like, oh, it wasn't delivered in time, but I'll get it to you when it comes in. uh, I'm just going to stress myself out all of this week and bear the absolute horror that is any shopping center the week of Christmas. Yeah, you're not going to have any fun. I've done it to myself. It's my fault. We can't do this next year, but we'll check in next year and see how we're doing then. <laughs> well, and you know, you want to know the really sad part about that? I started buying Christmas gifts for people in, like, July. See, I remember that. I thought we talked about that one ep. Clearly, I was doing very well. <laughs> well, sometimes it falls off when you get excited about Christmas in July. <laughs> Ooh, rip. <sighs> I had such a good plan. Yeah, I'd be all right. There's always yeah. next year. Yeah. Just gonna start buying one gift a month. What if you need more than 12? Well, maybe I'll buy two. Shit. Uh, I don't know. Okay, do whatever you want. I'll figure it out. Okay. I don't know, dude. What if you wrapped them and made them sit out all year long? People had to wait all year to find out what was in the box. (laughs) I would do that, yeah. That sounds right. That's fucking funny. Oh, well. Other than that, how are you? Uh, well, my cat keeps harassing my Christmas tree, um, so that's fun. I keep finding, because, so we have the kind that, like, the branches are, like, kind of bendy, so you can put them in the places that you want, right? Right, for sure, yeah. Um, so they cannot hold, he's a chonker, he can't, they can't hold his weight, and so I kept, I'll walk out, um, the other day I walked into my house and the Christmas tree was just straight on the floor, (laughs) um, but most mornings I walk out and there's, like, a cat-sized hole, like, dent, in my Christmas tree, where it's obvious that he tried to get up there and didn't. and fell through. Great. Nice. And, like, at some point, I'm like, dude, it can't hold your... Just critical thinking. Stop. <laughs> like, stop turning it in there. It cannot hold your weight. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> it's so funny that you mention your cat, like, fucking up your Christmas tree, because I've got a very mischievous Yuletide cat for you Oh, today. Yeah, you do. I do. 
Uh, Cats and Christmas. What's their problem? They just, they don't go well together by any Apparently means. Not. I don't know why they want to be in the tree so bad. Yeah. Like, what? for what? For why? Dogs don't want to be in the tree. Yeah, are you trying to be one with nature? That's a plastic tree, sir. Get out of here. That's a plastic tree with fucking pine cone air fresheners in it. You damn straight. <laughs> damn straight it does. Next year I'm putting scented pine cones all over my tree. I have some. Nice. I have not put them on the tree yet because my cat is a terror. Fair. Fucking assholes, yes. dude. They're the worst. I haven't even put any ornaments on it because I'm waiting until the last minute. I mean, I don't want them to break. <laughs> you might as well not even put any on there. No, I'll probably do it like Christmas Eve so mm. it's nice and decorated for Christmas, but then I can minimize the amount of potential breakage. That's fair. Thinking that might be what we do. Every Christmas, I think about the year that my mom said, hey, can you watch your brother while I go take a shower? And little uh, old like five-year-old me was like, yeah, I can do that. And um, my brother proceeded to take a baseball bat to the bottom of our glass bulb Christmas tree and then also took them off the tree and threw them at the wall. So your brother was always a menace to society. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Every year, though, Uh, I'm like, ah, memories. (laughs) Ah, yes. Gotta love it. Yep. Well, you ready to flip this coin? Yeah, I was worried I didn't have a quarter, but I found one. You need to put it on a necklace like your fucking Zoe 101. Okay, I would lose that immediately, please. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, let's do this. Oh shit. I, okay, call it. Tails. It is heads. Alright. Alright. Lay it on me. What are we talking about yep. today? So this is going to be a fun one, but a short one. Um, also... <laughs> As I may or may not have mentioned in the cold open, I don't know. I have the sniffles, um, <laughs> so just bear with me. Okay. I sound a little congested. So, today we are talking about Krampus. It's Krampus and not Krampus? Krampus, Krampus. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just from the South. <laughs> Krampus? Krampus! <laughs> okay. Early December, there is... a. Uh, in like Austria and Germany, there mm-hmm. is Saint Nicholas Tag, which is Saint Nicholas's Day, mm-hmm. right? I believe it's on December sixth. I only took six years of German, but I'm pretty sure it's on the sixth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so basically, it's similar to like Krampus is is Santa Claus's like devilish counterpart. Okay. Okay. His evil twin. Yeah. So, if they've been good, of course, St. Nicholas brings them presents and Mm -hmm. treats and stuff like that. Uh, But if they've been bad, instead of getting cold, they get Krampus. Great. (laughs) That's not what you want. No. No, it is not. I get Krampus every month and they suck. True that. (laughs) True that. So, just to kind of describe what Krampus looks like. He is three times the size of a full-grown man with a mangled and deranged face adorned with bulging bloodshot eyes and a body covered with long matted hair. He's a, he's a real cutie. That's not, Um, (sighs) yep. He's got long, sharp teeth, which are on display as he chases children through the streets. Okay. (laughs) And he is usually shown with long horns protruding from his skull. 
Sounds um, like a nice guy, honestly. <laughs> yeah, and he is also usually shown with, like, one cloven hoof and one human foot covered in hair. Oh, I'm not cool with that. <laughs> that is, it's gotta be, like, one or the other. One one step over the line. Yeah, uh, either you're a half goat man, like, you, okay, listen, either you're a half goat man, half of meaning, like, the bottom half is goat, top half is yeah. man. I'll even take top half goat, bottom half man. Okay? Yeah. I will not take one leg goat, one leg man. <laughs> yeah, I draw the line there. Unacceptable. <laughs> and why does the man foot have to be covered in hair? I don't like it. So, um, basically, he comes around every year to kidnap naughty children, <laughs> chase them in the streets, or even potentially drag them to hell. Why do parents hate their kids so much that they're like, yeah, if you, you misbehave, we're kidnapping you. I've got kidnapping in my story, too. <laughs> Dude, European folklore goes hard. They're like, fuck those kids. Honestly, though. <laughs> like, oh, goodness. So, like, St. Nicholas has had, like, kind of a lot of counterparts that are scary, like Belschnickel um, and Necht Ruprecht, uh, who also dole out punishments. Don't just gloss over Belschnickel, okay? That's that's a Dwight Schrute holiday tradition. Yeah. And it's important to me. Well, he's another one of the cast of characters. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want, I just wanted to acknowledge Dwight Schrute. Yes. Dwight Schrute Christmas. Yes. <laughs> you should be familiar with Krampus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Krampus is another one of those characters that come from folklore in austria's alpine region um and he's been frightening children and amusing adults for just hundreds of years i love that now krampus has their or his origins in pagan celebrations of the winter solstice um and of course that later became part of christian traditions which mm. um that's how saint nicholas ended up visiting children and rewarding them on december 5th or 6th um now, around that time, Krampus would come to visit children to also punish them. Now, in the Alpine Austrian region and some parts of Germany, this day was known as Krampusnacht or Krampus Night. Okay. And so, so there, adults would dress up as Krampus to frighten children at their homes. Oh. So instead of this just being a fun, fun Christmas story, we're actually going to be Krampus and scare these fucking kids. <laughs> Fuck yeah. those kids. Fuck them. <laughs> so children may also have seen Krampus just running through the street during a Krampuslauf, which what? literally <laughs> translates to Krampus run. <laughs> like a 5K? Like <laughs> so he's just running in the streets. Uh, yeah, so in in this article is probably, like, one of my favorite quotes. Um, if Krampusnacht was a way to scare children into behaving themselves, then Krampuslauf um, was a way, which wasn't tied to a specific day, mind you. Mm -hmm. You show up whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was a way for grown men to blow off steam while probably still scaring kids. Oh, the cra Okay, so this is the thing that doesn't... Okay, so the run doesn't have a specific day. <laughs> they can just go fuck it up whenever. <laughs> I assume it probably still has to be in December. That's but, fucking yeah. funny. They're just out there they fucking... Just, 
<laughs> terrorizing children. So Austrian men would get drunk and run through the streets dressed as Krampus. That's fucked up. That is not okay. And this tradition continues to the present day. <laughs> Such little disregard for the mental health of their children. Not Austria. Like... <laughs> Oh, little regard, not disregard. Whatever. Oh English my is gosh. my first language. <laughs> okay. So, of course, with the introduction of mass visual media, Krampus got swept right up in the way. Well, yeah, he's so, like horror movie gold. Yes, absolutely. And when the postcard industry experienced a boom in Germany and Austria in the 1890s, it opened the way up for something called Krampuskarten. Krampus cards? Yep. Nice. So these holidays cards, uh, they weren't meant to make you feel warm and fuzzy. No, they were meant to guilt trip you into buying your presents on time. So, so one, uh, one of them said, Grüß van Krampus, greetings from Krampus. Mm. Um, and it showed Krampus stuffing a distressed child into his satchel or preparing <laughs> to hit one with a bundle of his birch sticks. Could you imagine getting a fucking Christmas card like that? <laughs> Honestly, I want one. I mean, I Somebody want one too, but could you imagine, like, I mean, it'd be, I mean, I'd be sending them to kids that I know. Somebody send Your me a Krampus card. one in the mail. <laughs> please, yeah, please, yes. <laughs> so, many of these postcards uh, depicted Krampus going after children with his sticks, leading them away in chains, or carrying them <laughs> off in his bag. This is so violent. And with that came some other cards that were a little bit more adult. Okay. <laughs> so, in the early 20th century, of course, there are the Punishing Children cards. Fair. But there are also cards with him proposing to women. Oh. And in, so in some cards, Krampus is portrayed as a large woman whipping tiny men with her birch sticks and carrying them off in her satchel. <laughs> <A> kinky? <laughs> Question mark? Yeah. In... In another, there's a smiling woman that dangles a defeated-looking Krampus in the air, and she's holding his bundle of birch sticks behind her back. You know, before the internet, they really had to do what they had to do. Like, like yeah, get it in a greeting card. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god. Like, because I'm picturing, like, pinup women. Like, that's what I'm picturing. Were pinup women, like, a thing in the 1890s? Listen... I have never wanted a pinup version of Krampus in my entire life so bad. If any of our listeners draw, please do that for us. <laughs> like, I need to see a pinup version of Krampus. Like, I don't think genuinely. that's what they're saying, though. I think it was just the pinup girls. Uh, Krampus is portrayed as a large woman whipping tiny men. Oh, okay. I want a pinup Krampus. I hope that you find that someday. <laughs> Somebody give me a pinup Krampus. <laughs> That's all I want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas is a pinup Krampus. My pinup Krampus. Yes. A pinup Krampus. I I need it. <laughs> I can't describe it. I need that in my life. Well, I hope that uh, that happens for you. But moving on. <laughs> so, for over a century, most Americans probably didn't know anything about Krampus or even know who he was. Yeah. But in 2004, an art director and graphic designer named Monte Monte Bochamp 
published a book of Krampus cards and helped organize an art show inspired by the cards. Oh, that's fun. So, um, he, you know, I don't know if he's, like, primarily responsible for introducing Krampus to the United States, but Mm. he has, Krampus has since become sort of an ironic icon in America. Yeah, that's neat. So, Etsy has a whole section of items inspired by the classic Krampus cards. Nice. Um, So, I'm absolutely going to ruin my Etsy algorithm later and see what I can find. I, too, will be ruining my Etsy algorithm. You can buy an ugly Krampus sweater. Ooh. Yep. For your local Krampus party or Krampuslauf, if you wish. Krampuslauf. And, of course, Krampus's popularity in the U.S. really peaked with the 2015 feature film Krampus. Never seen um, it. It is actually like okay. It's one of those horror movies that like doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm, okay. Like, is it amazing? No. Yeah. But is is it gonna absolutely scare you? Probably not. But it's yeah. like a it's a fun casual watch. Yeah. Like if you're looking for something that's kind of funny, and you're not necessarily into traditional Christmas movies, it's a fun watch. Nice. I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, and it's it's got an interesting cast, too, because I'm pretty sure um, there's a couple of, like, actually, like, really famous people that are just vibing in there, oh. and I just have to wonder how they got there. Uh, they heard a project was being made, and they were like, yeah, I think I'm going to get in on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Krampus is basically the yin to St. Nick's yang. Um, you know, it's kind of that, that desire to have... Um, you know, good and evil. Mm-hmm. So Austria understands uh, that those that may not have grown up in the area may not be familiar with the tradition of Krampus. <laughs> yeah. Um, and while the annual festival of child hunting is fun, <laughs> um, they do have concerns um, that there is there. So there are refugees in the Alpine towns that celebrate Krampus. And they were really worried that like that was going to be, terrifying Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah those poor kids that are like not used to it because i'm sure to a certain extent like it's fun for those kids like that it happens to all the time yeah it's like part of well and i think like you kind of get i don't know for the people that live there like you're kind of like oh yeah a bunch of drunk guys are gonna run through the streets dressed as a demon it's it is what it is and we're just not gonna take our kids outside it's fine (laughs) you know yeah it is it's it happens. You know, right. what are you going to do? Right. Let them have their fun. Um, but, um, recently, there happened to be a lot of refugees from Syria and Afghanistan, and mm-hmm. while in the Alpine region, it's historically well-loved, um, they were they were really worried that, like, this might be absolutely terrified and, like, nightmare fueling. Right. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, they decided in... In those those little towns, they decided that instead of they weren't going to cancel the parade, but they did want to educate the newcomers. So they gave like a presentation and showed like all the props and costumes and like customs and like basically nice. explained like what what it was. Um, yeah. So I really think it's pretty cool that they recognized like, hey, there are new people here, <laughs> and this is weird, <laughs> and this is probably not something they're used to. I like that they broke it down for them. That's nice of them. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's really, that's really sweet. That's really sweet. 
I mean, because that could lead to dangerous situations if people don't know. I don't yeah. know. Running after what? my kid and I don't know what's going on. I put by a hit What? Okay, just like imagine, like again, like imagine you're just vibing in your house, like chilling or just hanging out, and all of a sudden there's a bunch of drunk Austrian men dressed like a demon <laughs> running through the streets. Yeah, hammered. Like, yeah. No, I would be scared. It'd be alarming if I didn't. If I didn't know, like I would if think a the purge bunch is of, happening. Literally, if a bunch of drunk dudes just ran out in my street dressed in horns, threatening to take my children, I'd be like, we have to move. <laughs> <laughs> we are done here. <laughs> At least be damned. <laughs> and nobody explained what was happening. Yeah, I'd be like, we, we gotta go. I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> so I'm particularly uh, thankful that, that they recognized that. Yeah, that's And explained for that, sure. that that is what was happening. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit of the history on Krampus. Um, I love it. I love the lore on Krampus. I think it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I did... I grew a fondness for Krampus uh, in my six years of German, and it has always <laughs> been... I actually... That is actually not a sarcastic statement. I really I do. I know it's not. I think it's so... I think it's so interesting that yeah. the Germans and the Austrians were like, huh, devil. Oh, well, if you think that's How can we make Christmas better? I got a story for you. <laughs> a demon. Yeah. Um but that's what I got. Uh so I think it was it was fun to dive into a little bit of history about Krampus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there you go. Here to scare you this Christmas. Um well I've got a little more lore to uh discuss. Lore and um it's also gonna scare your children. So oh, good. Here we go. Um I'm gonna talk about the Yule cat. Also known Ooh. as a big murderous floof. A big murderous floof. I yep. love it. They have toe beans and they'll kill you on sight. <gasps> I love toe beans though. Yeah, well, oh, those are my you're favorite gonna, part. You're gonna get pawed to death, literally. I probably would. Yep. One swat from this guy and you're done, Zoo. Little toe beans. Um, so originally known as the, uh, I think it's like Yala Curtain? Y- oh, yeah. Yula Curtain? Yeah. It's as close as it's going to get because it starts with a J, so. Oh, yeah. Yule Curtain. Yule Curtain. Anyways, originally called that, uh, the Yule Cat is a very scary big black cat um, who comes on Christmas Eve to eat your children. Oh, great. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, Love that. Basically, he prowls around, like, the countryside, and he <laughs> sticks his head in your windows, and if he sees that, like, your kids haven't gotten, like, new clothes for the winter... <laughs> He eats them. Uh, that's so, <laughs> so rude. Yeah, so if his clothes are tattered, he's going to eat your kids. So you better fucking buy your kids a new coat. Shit. <laughs> like, there's, like, a famous poem. They think this is maybe, like, where it kind of started. This Not necessarily where the story started, but it's kind of like the first written time the story was written down, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's, like, a famous poem that says... You know the Christmas cat? The cat was enormous. People know not where he came from, nor to what place he went. To which I say, is this cat Cotton Eye Joe? <laughs> yes. Where did he come from? Where did he go? <laughs> where did he come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Yeah. <laughs> um, the Yule Cat is trollish, uh, obviously. He is said to be, like, from Scandinavian folklore, and we'll get into it here in just a minute, but it's said that he is... Um, the pet of this woman, Gryla. 
okay. who is a troll that gave birth to the 13 Yule Lads. We'll get there in a minute. Okay. Um, so we got lads and we got cats. We got lads and cats. <laughs> cool. And trolls. Sick. Yup. Yup, yup, yup. Um, but, like, in Scandinavian folklore, the reason why I guess they kind of chose, like, maybe cat for this story um, is that, like, in Scandinavian folklore, a lot of witches and wizards would um, conjure up these, like, cats to do their bidding. Okay, yeah. And they'd use, like, yeah, like, dead man's nails and bones and stuff to, like, do that. Shamans used to, like, take upon, like, cat form and stuff like that, it's said. So, like, cats are, like, a big thing in this part of the world, I guess. I love it. And it just kind of, like, makes sense that cats, I don't know, cats are, like, sneaky. They're very quiet and nimble, and they, like, can sneak through your house and cause mischief. But they're also, like, domesticated creatures that, like, we love. Yes. So they can infiltrate us and then eat our children. That does track. I could see Spooky doing something like that, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him for sure. Um, so, like I said, the Yule Cat comes from this woman, uh, Gryla, who is, like, basically like a scary version of Santa Claus. Okay. Like, it said that she had 300 heads back in the day and, like, 15 tails and, um... That's too many heads. I don't know. Yeah, and she had horns and, like, a beard. Like, she's was scary, and she's been around since, like, the 13th century. Okay, question. Mm-hmm. So, she has 300 heads. Does she have one singular beard or 300 beards? I'm hoping for one singular. I don't know why I like that more. Just, like, but one, it just, one All head. I know is that she had a beard. A beard, yeah. I... Yeah, one singular beard. Yeah. Fifteen tails also seems excessive. It does. But that's, like, back in the 13th century. Like, that was kind of the depiction of her. Now she's more, like, a trollish woman. Oh. Yeah. Um. So, basically, she's, like, a scary version of Santa Claus. She gave birth to the 13 lads. Or, sorry, the 13 Yule lads, which basically is Iceland's Santa Claus. Like, Iceland doesn't have Santa Claus. They have the Yule lads. They have, you, they have lads. <laughs> they have lads. No Santa Claus. Lads only. <laughs> um, you know what? I support it. So, basically, these Yule lads... Sorry, my brain, like, stopped. Basically, these Yule lads, they show up, like, the like there's normally 13 of them. Some stories say, like, 29. Some of them say, like, 10. Like, it ranges, but commonly it's 13. Okay. Um... And basically, they show up, and they're here to give you presents, but they're also here to cause a lot of fucking chaos. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm here for that. I mean, me too. I like a little mischief with my with my Christmas. A mis- mischievous mis- Christmas. Mischievous Christmas. I wanted to co- miss Christmas. Mischievousness? Mischievousness. Mischievousness. Christievous. Christmas. I like mischievousness better. Mischievousness. Okay. <laughs> we got it. I, <laughs> we're there. Mischievousness. So, yeah, they're going to come and give you presents and they're pretty chaotic. But they had names like Stubby, Window Peeper, and Spoon Licker. So with names like that, how could they not? Like... <laughs> Tag like, yourself, I'm Spoon Licker. I am stubby because i don't want to be window peeper (laughs) window peeper is arguably the worst also it doesn't leave much to the imagination those names no it's pretty 
Well, I mean, stubby, stubby. maybe. I don't but know what that means. Spoon licker. Spoon. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's licking your spoons. He's gonna. Yep. Ew. One time. I don't know if I should even tell this on the podcast. It's such a gross story. One time I thought I'd started my dishwasher. This is recently. And I had made a cup of coffee that morning and like made a cup of chocolate milk later on in the day and like realized after the chocolate milk that my dishes were dirty when I went to put them away. I used dirty spoons out of the dishwasher. Gross. And it was fucking gross. That is gross. It was the worst realization of my life. That is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is the worst. It was disgusting. Always make sure your dishes are clean and always make sure you, if you have a magnet on it to switch the magnet when they're not clean. Yes. I didn't. <laughs> um, anywho, basically, like, the Yule Lads used to be, like, very, very scary. They would come and kidnap children who misbehaved, and oh they would God. just carry them off to the forest, never to be seen again, and uh, most likely eat them. Because so Chris- they're trolls. Christmas in Scandinavia just sounds scary. We're in Iceland. Scandinavia and Iceland? I don't know geography. Sorry. Wherever this is happening, it just sounds <laughs> scary. It is scary. Um, it's so scary that uh, <laughs> the parents use this as, like, such a scary torture device to make their children behave that in 1746, the Icelandic government had to come forward and tell them to stop. They were no longer allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> they said, listen, you have to stop traumatizing your children. Please. They were like, "We, it's abolished. You can't do that. So now the 13, like, Yule Lads are much nicer, but they still create, like, some chaos. They're God. still mischievous, but. Do you know how bad it has to be for, like, a government in <laughs> the, the 1700s? <laughs> in the 1700s. Well, they didn't give a fuck about anything back then. Yeah, bad. It's got to be for them to be like, oof, that's too far. They're like, stop. God. <laughs> you are ruining these children. <laughs> knock it off. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they just, yeah, they come up here and they're going to freaking. Wild. They're going to, yep, kidnap your kids. Jeez. And like I said, much nicer now. Like, they're, I don't know, they're really big in pop culture now. Um. Yeah, they're like the, I mean, they're Iceland's Santa. Iceland doesn't have Santa. They have the Yule Lads, so they're very popular. Got a bunch of um, And there's kind of some theories, I guess. I've got a really short one, and I kind of blew through it. I don't know why I was talking so fast, but I'm, like, wrapping it up, I guess. Um, <laughs> we've got some theories, though. Okay. Uh, as to, like, I guess kind of how he came to be. Okay, um, yeah. So kind of a main reason... Is that Iceland's real weird about dogs. Oh, okay. So weird that, like, in 1924, Iceland banned dogs. Couldn't have a dog there. No dogs at all. And now, like, it's a super regulated, like, system. You have to have, like, a permit to have a dog. Like, it's a fucking, like, tiger or a monkey or something. Okay. I've got two in here and no fucking permit. They just let me walk out of the pound with one of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they think that, like, I mean, and cats were, like, a big deal. And they were, like, more domesticated in Iceland. They're just much more popular. So that's partly where, like, the cat part of the yeah. old cat comes from. Um, it's also said that in Icelandic mythology, this part I liked a lot. 
that the goddess of love and sorcery, Freya, sorry, Freya, she would like roam around in her chariot that was pulled by like Mr. Whiskers himself. Oh, I love that. So she'd be in her chariot and like these cats would just like carry her through the sky. (laughs) A 10 out of 10. Incredible. I love that. I love that. Yeah. She's getting it. I love it. Mm hmm. Um, there's also mention of a Norwegian Yule goat. Okay. Who basically is Santa's reindeer. Santa rides on the goat, he takes him around town. Wait, so there's no sleigh, it's just him riding this goat? Yep. It's just Santa on the goat. <laughs> like, I kind of love that. Goat. I love that. Yep. And they pass out presents. Nothing scary about the goat, he's just. The goat. He's just vibing. He's just a goat. Magical goat. Good. You know what? We make goats so much scarier than they actually are. They're just sweet little creatures. He's a Christmas goat, man. I love a Christmas goat. I love a goat. Yeah. Like, they're cute. I want little ones. I like the ones that faint, though when they faint, it's because they're scared, so I shouldn't laugh, but it's funny. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, and... There's also this thing called the ghoul cat. Now, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that this is a real cat or not. My research wasn't quite clear. Um, But there are these cats that are said to like, basically like they're born and then they bury themselves in the ground where they live until they're like the size of like medium sized dogs. Okay. And then they come out of the ground and just like terrorize the woods and the animals and all the people. I'm going to say they're not real, but... That sounds terrible. If they are real, let me know. <laughs> yeah, if you've got so a they also, cool cat, please let us know. You let me know. That sounds we, bad. It doesn't sound good at all, but we want to tell your story on the pod, so... <laughs> that, sounds like a, that sounds like a problem. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know. So that could be the other part, like, where it's kind of derived from, like, the idea of, like, a scary, monstrous cat. Cool. Um... And it also could probably mainly be because um, wool production is super important in Iceland, like back okay. way back when. Um, it was a big deal. They produced wool products all year long, clothing, that sort of thing. And they really started ramping up around Christmas time because mm-hmm. that's when it's going to be the coldest. You need lots of like stuff produced so you can have like coats and blankets and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and like they would even pay workers sometimes with like wool like it was just a very valuable thing at the time. Yeah. Um and so the idea of him like eating kids that have tattered clothing is that like it would scare kids and sometimes even adults into like doing their part of the production because like men, women and children like all had played a role. Gotcha. In the wool production. And if you didn't have enough stuff by Christmas time, you're going to freeze to death. So Gotcha. I'm going to scare these children into fucking making some some clothes. Yeah, I do kind of have a beef with that because, like, in some respects, like, it's not the kid's fault. Yeah, fair. Like. Yeah. You it's know? It's not great. I mean, they banned it. You're not allowed to terrorize your children. <laughs> oh, not the Yule cat. They banned the, the Yule lads being angry, but still. Yeah. No angry and no angry lads. That's yeah. not allowed here. No angry lads. Um, man, that sucks though. It's like, wow, not only did I not get a coat for Christmas, but now I gotta be afraid of being eaten. Yep. Offended. Or just produce better products. Get out there and fucking do your job. Shit, I guess so. Mm hmm. Um, 
Now, that's kind of all I've got. There's this big-ass, like, LED Yule cat that's in Reykjavik. Um, he hangs out. I think it's... It might just be at Christmas time, but I think it's year-round. He's just this big, like, LED cat. I would love to it's see fun. that. It's fun. Yeah, I'd love to go see it, too. Um, and it's, like, a huge part of just, like, Icelandic Christmas. Like, there's movies and stuff about him. And it's just a big murderous cat that we all love. I dig it. Hell yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. We love a big murderous cat. We do. Yeah, so that was our Christmas episode. Uh, it's a little bit shorter because it is the holidays. Um, yeah. We just did and some... And these are just, like, fun Christmas stories. Yeah, just did a couple of fun little Christmas stories for the holidays. Um, yeah. Get you through a little bit of your drives if you got drives. And, um... Stay safe out there. I saw the weather's supposed to get pretty bad in most places, so please be careful. We yeah. love you. Yes, we do. Um, and uh, I think we're going to take a little bit of a break um, for the holidays, so we will resume our usual content Yeah, after in the January. new year. Mm-hmm. Yep, January 5th. We'll be right back at it. Yep, but we're going we're gonna to take a little, little break, spend some time um, with our families, get caught up mm-hmm. on some stuff. Um, yeah. We hope you guys have a good holiday, whatever you choose to celebrate. Yes. And uh, you can check us out on the socials. It is Your Mom's a Hoax on all the things. Uh, YMAH Pod on the TikTok. Mm-hmm. And um, we love you. Yeah. Rate and review. And I guess we'll see you next week. Please do. Or, no, not next week. January 5th. January we'll 5th. Then. We'll see you then. <laughs> all right. Bye. Love you. Bye. I love you too. Bye.